You're the dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying You're the dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying Hey, hey, hey Hello, what you drinking over there? Marts. Some Martinelli's. I chugged mine before we recorded. You did. And I saw the empty glass and I considered chugging it, but then I was like, but then I'll be burpy. I still will be burpy for the entire recording, but. That's why I chugged it, so that I wouldn't be burpy the entire recording. I was like, I've got water in my other wine glass. So please take (laughs) note of all of the times that she has to burp. Don't edit them out. You. You're going to be all, like, because you drink it fast, so it's all carbonated in your tummy. No. Okay, we shall see. <laughs> Bet. Bet. Um, welcome to Good Girls Go Green. I'm Hi, Julia. Hi, Julia. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, Julia. Hi, Julia. I'm Celia. <laughs> Hi, Celia. Um... Hope you guys are used to our awkward openings by now. Because we sure aren't. Nope, we're still not. But here we are. Um, Recording episode 31. 31. We don't know the title of it yet because we come up with that later based on our funny jokes. (laughs) What What if this episode doesn't have any funny jokes? Oh, I'm feeling it today. I think I will. Okay. Okay. I'm feeling, feeling good. Well, good. I'm glad. How was your week, Julia? <laughs> My week's been good. Um, let's see if I can remember what I've done this week. Hmm. <laughs> um, last week, it was just work. It was kind of crazy with um, trying to get the podcast up. We have... Should we talk about it? <laughs> we have... Yeah. We have let's, like talk, this, let's air out our grievances. Let's air, air them out. out. <laughs> let's air them out. So we have a hard drive that we keep all of our unedited episodes on. A big boy hard it's, drive. Yeah, it's like a big, like, shouldn't ever fill up with episodes, basically, mm-hmm. until we die. And it has, like, a little diagnostic or whatever that will say how much space is being used. Right. And, and we haven't used... scratched the surface. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 30 episodes in. Yeah. So if that tells you anything, computer people out there... Mm-hmm. So it should have plenty of space, right? Um, But we have tried, like, on multiple computers, and it just, like, runs so slow. And I think we finally figured out that it's, like, the wire that attaches. It's the USB cord that attaches the drive to the computers. That's just kind of bent. And so, holy cow, it was a process last week. But we got our episode up, so... You're welcome, guys. There you go. Props to Julia for (laughs) slaving through the night. (laughs) Now you guys get to see the behind the scenes of what goes into it sometimes. Um, But yeah, so that was a little bit crazy. But I think for this week, we've problem solved and Mm -hmm. have figured it out. So hopefully it should go smooth. Yeah. We're planning a target trip to go and get the problem figured out because in purchasing said um, drive... It asked if I wanted to buy insurance, and I was like, I mean, why not? I did hesitate for a second because it was 20 bucks, which, I mean, really not much in comparison to how much the drive was. 
But I was like, eh, I don't know. And I did it. And here we are needing the insurance. Yeah. So, like a month later. Yeah. Not a month. We've been doing the podcast for it's, longer than a month. <laughs> it's been like six months. But still. Still. It's a hefty drive. It is. There's, there's no reason for there to be this many problems. Yeah. I'm just doing a story. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Anyways, so that was the first part of my week. And then we got to the weekend. Um, and sorry, Celia's distracting me by sorry. her story. <laughs> um, and we, well, we as in I went snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious if you were going to talk about this. I was. I, I decided I would talk about this. So it was a super good day. Um, it was snowy. I was a little bit worried that visibility wouldn't be very good, but it was actually like by the time I got up there, it was snowing pretty lightly. So even though it was like fresh snow, it was you could still see. So um, I had a blast. I have these um, I have this beanie that has headphones in them. And so I just oh, yeah. like hooked up my headphones. And I was just going. It was great. That's cool. I've never actually, because I've seen helmets that have speakers in them, mm-hmm. but I've never actually seen a beanie. I mean, I've seen the sweatshirts where the little dangly string things are headphones. Yeah. I don't know. I just have a hard time picturing a beanie with headphones. It just, it literally has, I'll show you sometime, but it's literally like two kind of boxes mm. and where like the beanie goes over your ear mm-hmm. and it just... I think they're probably like mini speakers kind of, um, but they go like directly over your ear and they're not super, they don't go into your ear, so they're not like super loud, um, but they're, they do the job, you know? Um, so yeah, I did that. Um, it was a super nice day up there just with the powder and stuff. Um, but it hasn't been a very powdery season and I was not ready for the powder and <laughs> <laughs> I ate it a lot. Hard. Hard. I only ate it hard one time. Mm-hmm. The other times like I ate it, but it wasn't that bad. The one time though, I like, I, I snowboard and so I like, I caught an edge and just fell forward and completely like knocked the wind out of me and like my my teeth like bit down together and I could feel my head go like and did you my, do the scorpion yeah my board <laughs> not completely but my board came like up not quite over my head but like up behind my body mm-hmm. a little bit um yeah, it was quite the crash. And so I just laid there for a minute. I was like, oh man, that was good. And then we got back up and kept doing it. Um, and so like the whole day Saturday, I was like feeling fine. Like I was a little bit sore, um, but I was feeling really okay. I know. I'm su- super surprised that you were feeling as fine as you were. I know. Same. Especially I definitely given today and yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I definitely felt like like upon impact I felt like a little bit out of it like I was like I wish I wasn't up here by myself on the mountain (laughs) (laughs) wow I feel added I'm sorry for leaving you to your own devices it's okay I really was fine 
Um, but then I woke up on Sunday and, well, it also probably didn't help that me and Celia stayed up until like three in the morning the night before watching murder documentaries. It was really good. Which, by the way, guys, side note, but if you have Netflix, go check out The Night Stalker. Um, if you're into murder documentaries. Yeah. If you're not, please don't. Yeah. But if you are, 10 out of 10. But it's so fascinating. I was telling Celia, I really liked it because they went through like the process of how they found the guy and not like who the guy was and all that stuff. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of glorifying them. It was more, what's the work that was done behind the scenes to get this guy caught. Mm-hmm. It was very good. Yeah. It's definitely... It could be a little triggering for some, um, so just definitely use your discretion in looking at it. Um, yeah. It is a little... They do show crime scene photos. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little gorier than most documentaries, is, I feel like. I think a lot of the gore is a dramatiz- dramatization mm-hmm. of kind of what happened, and so it's not actual gore from the crime scene. It's just kind of like a transition yeah. phase. Um, but they do show crime scene photos with individuals who were part of the the crimes that were committed. Right. Yeah. Um, so definitely just peruse with caution. Yes. But I showed it to Celia. I actually watched it prior because Celia's always busy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have stuff to do. <laughs> I told okay. her. I told her to wait for me. No. No, I did. Not for that one specifically. Uh-huh. No, it was for the Ripper. And you still watched it without me. Regardless, this girl has no sense of fidelity when it comes to not watching a show without me. But the thing is, is that it was so interesting that I went and watched it a second time with her. So that's not, that's not, it's okay. No, no, (laughs) this is not the first time you've done this to me. Okay. I'm going to record it on the air. The, the show that we saw a preview to last night. We'll yes. watch it together. Mm. You don't want to watch it? Well, it didn't seem as interesting as the other ones were. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then I'll watch it by myself. Okay. Well, because what, what is it? Is it just looking at the most prolific serial killers? No. It was this guy who he like got caught for a murder of like his girlfriend and his girlfriend's mom, I think. And then they bring him to trial and he's like, aren't you going to ask about all the other murders I committed? Oh, that guy. And then he like goes through like hundreds, like basically every murder that they bring to him. He's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I did it. And so it's like them, like, I don't know if he's lying or what, or if there's some truth or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's them kind of going through the police work of figuring out what did this guy actually do? Gotcha. Okay. Maybe. We'll see. We're heading into the busiest week of my semester. Yes. Probably. So. Yeah. I'll let you know. Okay. Anyways, long story short, that was a little tangent there, but it probably did not help that Saturday night we stayed up until like three in the morning, four in the morning, maybe. Yeah. Because by the time we came back upstairs to our room, we had um, to palate cleanse a little bit. We watched some cute animal videos. Yeah. Some penguins. Some penguins. It was really cute. It's super cute. Um, yeah. So by the time we really got to bed, it was like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. So that definitely didn't help. But I woke up on Sunday and I felt like I had like the worst hangover. And I like got out of bed and I was like, oh, 
I can't move my neck <laughs> like at <laughs> all. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I just got like yesterday. I thought it was really just kind of whiplash, but I've had a headache now for like a day and a half now. Like yesterday, a little mm-hmm. bit, and today. Yeah. Um, and it didn't really help. Today I had work, so I was staring at the screen and stuff. So mm-hmm. that also didn't help. But no. here we are. We're thriving. We are. We, this might be the best episode ever, guys. Thriving? Question mark? <laughs> I don't know if we're thriving. I might be thriving. Hey, I'm drinking water out of my Halloween wine glass that That's says, true. there is much beauty in darkness. It's very, like, <laughs> dramatically beautiful. It is. Like me. Uh, how was that? Was that was my week? That's pretty much the excitement of my week. Nice. How was your week? Um, the week has been good. Um, honestly, my days are blending together. Yeah, you've been so busy. I've been so ridiculously busy, and the weekend came, and I was like murder documentaries, and so that was <laughs> that was my weekend. Yeah. Um. You got to veg a little bit on Saturday. I did. I mean, I know you were working on homework too, but... Did I? I can't even remember anymore. It's It's gone. You interviewed me for a homework assignment. Oh, I Saturday. did. I did do that. <laughs> wow. Oh, and then we played some games. We had a game night on oh, Saturday yeah. night. That was nice. Yeah. That um, was a chill night. Got some Domino's gluten-free pizza, which oh. is really good, Wow. by the way. That was this week. Yep, it was. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Was it busy? Was it potential concussion? Who's to say? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. That's Maybe true. it's natural. Maybe it's <laughs> Maybelline or a concussion. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, the week has been good this week. Um, I am going to be even M-I-A. I am MIA this For week. For those of you trying to get in touch with Celia, because I know she has so many fans out there. She, I will be responding for her. Yes. <laughs> With my concussed self. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it's already been a very interesting day. So, who Has knows it? what's gonna... Oh, yeah. What? Just the things that have come out of your mouth today. <laughs> so I don't think that was me. Hang tight, everyone. <laughs> it might be a cool episode. It really might be. Oh, well, should we jump right back into things? How are you eco-friendly this week, Julia? This week, I was eco-friendly. Um, in oh, a good. Lot of, yeah, <laughs> in, like really in a lot of ways, in my heart, in my mind. <laughs> um, in your soul. What else? Soul. What else you got? Um, you know, I drove all week. Usually, I have a confession. I have... My new car, it has an eco setting. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what it does, but I don't really like the way that it drives because it makes me drive slower. And what? What, what do you mean it makes you drive slower? Like slower like, than the speed limit or you can't scratch no, off the way you want to scratch off? That. More oh. more that. It just like it has. So like, it won't let you burn as much gasoline. Yes. <laughs> so yes. it does the eco setting. Exactly. Yeah, and so usually I don't have it on, but this week I kept it on all week, and so that's how I was eco-friendly in that way. Didn't you want to get an eco-friendly car to be (laughs) eco-friendly? That's none of my business. Celia, don't I'm just making observations. I'm just observing. Um, 
observer over there. <laughs> That's me. Uh, how else was I eco-friendly? Oh, I, I forgot to tell you this. Probably because I wanted to save it to tell you on the podcast. Mm. But I, I kind of have given up on this guy that we used to have mm-hmm. for our I'm compost. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. But I just haven't been able to get in touch with him. And it's been like three weeks now. Yeah. So, yeah. I hope he's okay out there. Whoever you were. I hope, uh, I, hope I didn't kill, kill your worms. <laughs> you were really cool. You were great. You, you got me cookies. Maybe it was because I didn't re- reciprocate. Maybe. But, I mean, you were also giving food scraps. That's true. The equivalent of cookies. Cookies and food scraps. For you? <laughs> food scrap cookies. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. That might be the title of this episode. <laughs> uh, anyways, so I just gave up on that and figured that I would repost on Facebook because I was like, you know, it's probably back down to the bottom of the barrel. And so I should repost. Anyways, so I posted on the Facebook page just to see if anybody would bite again. Mm -hmm. Get some fresh bites, maybe. So, I'll keep you posted. Okay. That's all. So, what do we do with our rotting food scraps downstairs? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any other ways that I've been eco-friendly this week. Well, good on you. My dad bought me a big, like, mass thing of tamales. Oh, yeah. That was cool. So, I don't know how I can relate that to be good for me. No, I don't know either, but (laughs) you tried really hard. I will be eating the same meal for the whole week again. That's three weeks now that you've eaten the same thing. (laughs) This week, I have diversity because I cooked up some good dinner tonight do you want to tell us about your good dinner i mean it wasn't very exciting i just it was very random celia's looking at me like what are you putting together i so i had pork that i've been needing to cook up really since like last monday but i haven't so i got around to it finally um and so i just like chopped that up Oh, this is how I was eco-friendly on this meal. Oh, yeah. You even told me and I forgot. (laughs) I cut it up into like smaller pieces because if you'll remember in our episode where I talked about eco-friendly cooking, it is more eco-friendly to cook them in smaller pieces because it cooks quicker. Anyways, so yeah, I chopped them up into little pieces, um, threw them in some soy sauce, and this is the weirdest combination of things. It, do you want to know? Yes, <laughs> I do. It's all of the spices that I have in my cabinet minus cinnamon because I thought that would be weird. Well, I've had pork and cinnamon before and that's pretty good. I guess you yeah, do like true. cinnamon and apples and pork. It's good. That's true. It was it was a very weird thing to put on pork. I feel like it, this would have been good on chicken, but I did it on pork anyways. So, <laughs> so I put soy sauce in there and italian seasoning and garlic powder and onion powder i think that's it paprika oh yeah paprika (laughs) yes the good stuff the good stuff so yeah i put all of that together in a bowl and then kind of 
sauteed it into my pork and then put it on the stove and cooked it up with some uh, spinach. And then put that over rice. Yeah. Because I had spinach that was going bad. So that's how else I have been eco-friendly. Because I'm using the things I have. Because you keep buying the big boxes of spinach. It was the only box and I needed spinach. Oh yeah, it was. I remember that. Yeah. And there wasn't any bunches of spinach either. Mm -hmm. So yes, I have a big box of spinach. Um, But I am going to start... I'm getting things for smoothies tonight, so I'm going to start putting them in my smoothies. Smoothies. Yep. Anyways, well, cool. how are you eco-friendly? Um, let me consult my notes. Ooh, this week, it's kind of been an ongoing thing, but I've been really good at eating what I have and not eating out just because it's convenient. Um, especially this week. After we told them about our Domino's week? Yes. Or I mean, that was weekend. a Saturday. It was, it was a Saturday. Saturday night and I had been working on homework all day and I was like, I'm in no mood to and go And I had food. just gotten a concussion. You were concussed. <laughs> it was the only thing to, to, to do. Yeah. So, um, because I work during, during mealtimes, um, it's just easier to, well, I guess... I'm working really hard to make sure that I pack, that I eat lunch before I go. And if I don't, then I pack enough snacks to get me to dinner. Um, And then I will pack a dinner so that, because when I get off, I get off work at seven and then I go to the gym. And um, by the time I'm done, it's like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. And that's Mm -hmm. super, super late to be eating dinner. And so if I, I find that if I pack dinner, um, and take it with me to work, then I'm eating earlier, and then when mm-hmm. I get home, I can do something simple like eggs or a smoothie or yeah. whatever. Right. Um, so it just, it takes a lot of forethought to meal plan and meal prep, and especially this week, um, I made a ton of rice, and it's I'm true. just going She to told be... me not to ruin the rice. <laughs> I, I did, because <laughs> because we made a ton of rice, and I was like, the last thing I need is trash rice. It's true. Because I'm going to be eating rice literally every day this week. That's true. So I appreciate it. You didn't ruin the rice. You did a good job. Thank you. You're welcome. So I just um, needed the credit on air. <laughs> especially after I gave you such crap about. <laughs> she did. <laughs> I was prepping the rice for her, mind you. This is for her. And yourself. That's true. I did take, take that back. <laughs> you had some too. Although when I was trying to get some for my leftovers... You were like, how much rice are you going to take? <laughs> I made three cups of rice. <laughs> I gotta know. <laughs> I told her, I was like, there's more rice. I can make you more rice if you need more rice, my dude. <laughs> I was so worried. <laughs> what if the other rice is crusty? Uh, that's true. That's a good point. It's such a gamble. Yeah, my rice is just very temperamental, and I make it in my Instapot, which is very nice because it cooks super quickly, um, but sometimes, I don't know why it changes, because, like, really, it shouldn't change. What do you but, mean it changes? Well, like, literally, I follow the same directions every time, so mm-hmm. I don't know how sometimes I get crusty rice, and sometimes it's perfect. If I knew. If I knew, too. <laughs> But I was measuring out the rice and the water and she like leans over my shoulder as I'm making her rice. And she's like, don't mess it. Don't mess it up. Don't make it crusty. 
And I was like, you asked me to make you rice. She like looked me dead in the eyes and she was like, I don't seek to make it crusty. So why would I try to make you crusty rice? <laughs> that is my my revenge against you. My secret plot this whole time. It's crusty rice. I knew at some point you would ask me to make you rice for the week. And I would <laughs> I would make you crusty rice. I've been waiting. Got him. <laughs> <a> week ruined. <laughs> After five years of friendship, this is what it's been building up to. <laughs> It's plotting, <laughs> lying in wait to make crusty rice. You've never asked me before to make you rice. And never this again. Is, <laughs> this is my chance. Oh, oh Jinx. Man. You owe me a soda. No, no, no. You owe me a soda. I said the word. But I said you owe me a soda. That doesn't count. <laughs> I forget how Jinx works again. It's simple. I have a concussion. Keep going. Okay. Um, I... Okay, guys, I need an art idea for all of my straw wrappers. You can Since, make a purse. Well, I don't want to make a purse out of straw wrappers. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I think I have a general idea. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I need a canvas or oh. something. Maybe like an empty picture frame. Oh. Something along those lines. Because I think, I think I know what I want to make. But I don't really have time right now. So I'm just kind of collecting, since episode one, I've been collecting straw wrappers because my teacher who was collecting them never got back to me. Maybe for your birthday, I'll make you an art piece. Okay. (laughs) With your straw wrappers. (laughs) Okay. I just need, at this point, I'm too committed to just throw them away. Everyone's been waiting to see what you'll do with them. I know. And I don't even know what I'm going to do with them. I think I kind of know kind of know but i don't want to we'll see we'll see one of these days but if anybody does have recommendations let us know please write in because seriously i feel like this week we've gotten like dms from listeners being like i saw this and thought about you guys yeah and we love that so if you guys are ever listening to an episode and you're wanting to like answer a question that we have because we have lots of questions and not very many answers. No. Um, definitely do that. Or if you're just like thro- scrolling through your Instagram feed and you're like, hey, they might like this. Send it on Send over. It. Send it. Yeah. We love it. Um, also, I've been washing my hair maybe like twice a week now. Whoop, just. Whoop. Kind of out of laziness, but also out of trying to not wash my hair as often. Yeah. Um, And it's actually been really awesome. Good. I mean, I am still using my aerosol um, dry shampoo. Yeah. Just because I have yet to find a powder dry shampoo that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make my head feel heavy. Doesn't make me feel itchy. Doesn't turn my scalp white. Just all kinds of stuff. Have you looked into any DIY stuff i don't i have no idea if there's any out there not recently um it's been a minute i've just gotten very complacent i love honestly it's gonna be really hard to find a diy dry shampoo that beats what i've got here yeah because i love it Mm -hmm. that's how i felt about my deodorant honestly yeah i was like there's no way that i'm ever gonna find anything so i don't know just keep looking I like I swear by it, honestly. Yeah. If I could be that dry shampoo, 
I mean, I'm, I pretty much am at this point washing <laughs> my hair twice a week. I am the walking advertisement. I love it. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Because we don't even know what it's called. No. I um, do. I know what it's called. Well, you would, but you didn't say it. Oh. It's Batiste. Well, Batiste. But we're not, we're not sponsoring not green. Oh, yeah. Things. Don't Oops. go out and buy it. Don't, <laughs> don't be like Celia. Don't be like me. I'm going to cut out all don't of Don't be like me. Of beer pong. You have to have so much glass in your bed if you did that. <laughs> Showered in glass. So, basically, I'm just kind of trying to... I've been working on stretching my hair. Stretching my hair. Stretching the time between Stretch hair washes. hair, girl. Stretching my hair. Speaking of stretching hair, I'm kind of debating chopping my hair. <gasps> Do it. Like, that is eco-friendly, actually, because you'll use less shampoo and conditioner. So shave your head and use none. (laughs) (laughs) What in the world? No, I just, I really like the shoulder cut bobs. And maybe it's because I've gotten really tired and lazy. And so the last few days, really the last few months, I've just been, every day's a bun day. And I'm getting really tired. I'm very tired of doing buns. I cut my hair and I still do buns. And I kind of want to do like a shoulder length chop. Mm -hmm. Because then... I don't know. I feel like maybe it's more motivation because I can't put it up in a bun, so might as sure. well do something with it. Yeah. And I really like like the space buns and the like the braid buns and that's cool. It is cool, Julia. <laughs> it is. There's just I feel like there's a lot of really cute updos you can do with shorter hair. Yeah. And long hair like I like it, but also It's time for a change. It's time for a change. It is time for a change. And so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm still debating. I cut off like six inches the other day. You did. More than that, probably. Yeah. It was maybe like eight inches. You chopped it. I was so excited. Did I say say this on the podcast? I don't know if you did. I was so excited to tell Celia. What's my name? (sighs) I was so excited to tell Celia about it. Um, And we go swimming together every Thursday before our podcast meeting. And I had gotten in the pool before her because she was going to come meet me after work. And so I was like already in my swim cap and everything. So she couldn't tell. And then my plan was to do a big reveal after we were done swimming because I we always take our swim caps off after, obviously. <laughs> that was stupid. As you do when you're done swimming. You just take the cap off (laughs) but I took my cap off and I was like Celia look she was like what am I looking at your butt and I was like she was she was standing up on the pool deck and I was still in the water yeah I was like no don't look at my butt look at my hair and she was like oh cool (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like I wasn't interested I was interested interested. I was too it didn't feel like it do you want me to go back to the pool? <laughs> wow, Julia. I want you to tell me now how wow. interested you are. <laughs> I like your hair. I think you chopping it is one of the things that has inspired me to cut my hair. Oh, got him. Are you happy now? Yeah. Okay. I'm so happy. Good. Okay. That was the validation I needed. Oh, good. I'm glad. I like that we 
<laughs> I like that we're not confrontational, but then I confront you on the podcast. Sometimes. Every time. She doesn't have any, she has no problems with me until we are talking to lots of people. And then she's like, let me tell you my let's grievances. Just, let's just air out our dirty laundry while we're on the air. While we're at it. Um, I've been meaning to tell you that. What? <laughs> Nothing. I was just kidding. Oh, okay. Um, but now it feels like I only have problems with you. <laughs> Well, I don't have any problems with you at the moment, so <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> Consider yourself lucky. Okay. I'll keep an eye out for yes. anything that pops up. Keep your eyes peeled. I always hated that phrase. I think it's really gross because I think about eyeballs like grapes. Oh. And you know those old, um, I guess it's not really old. I'm sure they still do it. But the little you put your hand in a bowl Halloween party trick and you're like, mm-hmm. what do you feel? And you're like, An it's eyeball. eyeball. <laughs> it's just peeled grapes so when i hear the phrase keep your eyes peeled i think of peeled grapes in a bowl pretending to be your eyeballs that was my favorite thing though and oh Halloween. yeah oh yeah it's kind of terrifying but it was cool it's like intestines and they're just noodles <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know who i don't know whose intestines are like that but <laughs> it was intestines what else carrots for fingers sometimes oh yeah yeah raisins like fingernails what do they do for fingernails almonds slivered almonds maybe yeah fingernails yeah i love halloween love halloween bring bring (laughs) it back again (laughs) bring it back again (laughs) i'm ready so to summarize also since (laughs) summation (laughs) in summation um because i'm not washing my hair as often my scalp has gotten a little flaky mm-hmm. just because it's just dry. Yeah. And so it's just a little angry. So if anyone has any solutions to dry and flaky scalp as a result of not washing your hairs often, please slide into our DMs. I also need those solutions. Yes. Because I've, I've found the same problem that when I don't wash my hair as often, which makes sense. It does. But it's like, how am I supposed to? Because I feel like that's like a thing that people are moving towards mm-hmm. of like, not washing your hair as often, right? Yeah. Because I used to wash my hair, like, every day when I... Same. Started. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But now I'm, like, trying to do it more infrequently. But, yeah. I'm just... It's a struggle. Peely. Yeah. It's gross. No one wants to be peely. No. Nobody And especially... All. And not to, like, hate on... um, And maybe I just need to find, like, different and new, like shampoo and conditioners mm-hmm. but i feel like it's just the shampoo bars and conditioner bars just aren't quite the same as the liquid shampoo and conditioner it's hard because I to feel get like you can't get in your scalp as much yeah so it just kind of stops it the like the strand of hair it's not yeah. getting your roots right like my ends are probably more healthy than they ever have been because yeah because like it's so easy ends. Yeah. yeah but so i don't know yeah back to the drawing board i guess back to the drawing board let us know if you guys have any ideas Please let us know. We're dry. <laughs> and crusty. <laughs> and crusty. Um, yeah. Is that all? That's all I got. Cool. Do you want the names of some people who were eco-friendly this week? Yes. Okay. Drum roll, please. <laughs> oh, gosh. So <laughs> thank you to Nancy, Ashley, Liz and Anne. Awesome. Thank you guys. You guys are rock stars. Yeah. We love to hear your eco-friendly ideas and inspirations. 
Um, let us know. Let us know On what? the ground. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> what you're doing. Yes, please. We want to know. What's the move? What's the I wanna new know What's the new thing is. in eco-friendly worlds? Want you to show me. Do, do. You can't get out of the podcast episode without us singing. Nope. Um, fun fact? Fun fact. I've got you this week. Is it fun? Um, is it a fact? It's a fact for sure. Okay. We should maybe just change the name of this segment from fun fact to fact because they <laughs> haven't been very fun recently. <laughs> well, mine's mine's cool. I don't know. Okay, we'll see. Cool fact. Yeah. By Julia. Yeah. So I got my fun fact from pureplanetrecycling.co.uk. So it's .uk, so it's obviously already amazing. Super cool. <laughs> Um, so it said recycling one water bottle saves enough energy to power a 60 watt light bulb for six hours. Whoa. So remember that little good deed that you did picking up that water bottle on the ski hill? Oh yeah. Throwback. Six hours. Boom. Boom. Roasted. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. So I got. Cool. I like that. So <laughs> short and simple and to the point. It's good. Yes. Um do so, you world? recycle your water bottles. That's yes, all. Please. In summation. In summation. Or also thought use reusable. Also true. But some there's definitely some times where you can't. You yeah, know? like so. if you're out in the middle of nowhere and Holds you don't boat. have oot in a boot. Um, and you don't have water bottles, and there's a gas station with water bottles, and you're dying of thirst. Buy yeah. the water bottle. Yeah. Don't die of thirst. <laughs> yeah. That would be silly. That would be less eco-friendly. Yes. Because then we would have to spend a lot of time and money and resources putting you in the ground. Yeah. It was really morbid. You can maybe <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> We're keeping it. Okay. All right. Um, Give me your world update. World update from LiveScience.com. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Um, so actually, our <laughs> our fun fact was inspired from our game night the other night. So we were playing a game called Game of Phones. Oh. And there's a stack of cards. And the judge pulls a card. And it reads something that you have that all the players have to do mm-hmm. on their phone. Yeah. And then the judge determines which thing is the best. Either it, it can be the coolest find and usually it's a topic like we had a couple ones that were like find the most expensive thing on eBay. Yeah. Or Mo- most um, expensive wall clock. On most eBay. expensive wall clock. Wall yeah. clock. Or um find something nostalgic. And so mm-hmm. you try and find pictures um it's usually pictures. Sometimes it's texts or yeah. whatever. Sometimes it's like who has the most apps on their phone or whatever. And so um, the judge can pick like whoever's the fastest or whoever has the best thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. So one of the questions was um, find a news article or a news update from today. Mm. And we all had to go and find a news article. And basically, it's usually the most interesting, the most funny, the most, like, attention-grabbing or whatever. Your eyes just got big. Are you doing the one that I think you're doing? Yes. Because <laughs> I was, like, I was trying to think about a world update. And I was like, this is it. This is the <laughs> yes. one. Because 
in our game on Saturday, someone found it. So the update is as follows. The first preserved dinosaur butthole has been discovered. Woo! <laughs> we all died. Oh. We, we were like passing around the picture. <laughs> oh, there's a picture. All right. Oh, yeah. So definitely if you guys have never gone to our website and looked at a link that we have up there from our notes before. And if you never do it again. And if you never do it again, this is worth it. (laughs) This is 100% worth it. So I'm going to give you some information on this find. Amazing. Do it. So it is a multi-purpose opening. In case you didn't know. <laughs> Scientifically known as the, I should have looked up how to say this, cloacal vent oh. for poop, for pooping, peeing, breeding, and egg laying. Wow. Basically, that all of your basic needs. Wow. All your basic needs come from this hole. Yeah. So it belongs, the butthole in particular, this <laughs> hole in question belongs to the dinosaur Sitak. Cytacosaurus, which is a Labrador-sized horn-faced dinosaur, which is also said to be a relative of the Triceratops. Interesting. Yeah. I like Triceratops. Me too. It reminds me of Land Before Time. Yeah. And Sarah, the Triceratops. Yes. And the tree stars (laughs) that actually look like pot leaves, but we don't talk about that. It's okay. Don't, (laughs) Don't worry about it. No, no. That's just swept under the rug. Um, I guess they don't really look like pot leaves. I really can't picture them right now. But well, they look like pot leaves minus yeah. a couple leaves. But anyways, <laughs> um, I believe you. Basically, the article goes on to highlight all of the glorious uses of this dinosaur butthole. So, if you care to learn more, please check out the link to the article on our website. I figured it was it may not have been the time or the place to go over. All of the details. How this dinosaur butthole was used. That's another podcast. That's another... That's not just another episode on our podcast. That's another (laughs) podcast. You should go find something else. Yeah. I'm sure there's another science-y, much more science-y podcast than ours that's going to talk all about this new finding. (laughs) But we figured we'd share. I figured we'd share. No, I... 100% 100% back you and appreciate that you decided to share this today. Just how interesting. It is. Yeah. How do they how do they look at that and go that what is that? Oh, that's a butthole. How, <laughs> how do they know? I, you know, science. Science rules. <laughs> science Bill is cool, guys. Bill Nye, the science guy. If you guys are too young to remember Bill Nye, Go look him up on YouTube. Please. And then share it with all of your friends because think, it is a shame. I think he actually has a show on Netflix right now. Oh, and good. I've heard that he's actually very angry. <laughs> and he like swears a ton. <gasps> because Because climate change is no longer a joke, oh. you guys. <laughs> Wait, we need to watch this. Guys, me, this is our homework. Hold. Um, do elevator music right here. I'm going to look it up. Okay, but also, guys, like, we'll watch this and let you know how it is. So you should watch it, too. So it is a show. 
All right. It's called Bill Nye Saves the World. Also, Bill Nye the Science Guy. I think the OG is also on Netflix because it popped up. Bill Nye, semicolon, science guy. So (laughs) at first I thought that was it. And it's like, oh, we're just rebranding a little bit. But I think that's the OG. Um, This is Bill Nye Saves the World. Gotcha. And season one, episode one is called Earth is a Hot Mess. So, (laughs) oh my gosh, this is our new binging show. This is it. If you cheat and watch it without me, I will destroy you and think nothing of it. Okay. Consider this a warning and (laughs) a promise on the air. I'm excited for this. I'm excited too. That sounds awesome. Yes. Let's let's start a netflix club guys and watch this together <laughs> okay <laughs> not a book club netflix club netflix guys. and chill yes well cool that's what i have oh my gosh wouldn't it be so cool if on our patreon we you know how netflix parties are a thing mm-hmm. what if we did netflix parties to bill nye the science guy with our patreon members oh my gosh <gasps> guys i'm making sign a note to sign up for patreon because that would be amazing and i would 100 want to do that with you guys i don't know if they would want to do that with us but maybe we should take a poll that's true okay we'll take a poll guys we'll take a poll stay tuned all right um i guess were you done yep i'm done <laughs> okay. that's it i was just i was just ready to jump into my topic right you were there. but by all means i'm done okay cool so i need a blown away every time Why? i know you 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 lead off with so way too often and Sorry. it just you're right triggers every time um so a needle pulling thread <laughs> stop me someone stop me uh, my topic this week that I will be addressing is that's how you do a drum roll. <laughs> Not la 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 la. la. <laughs> what do you have? <laughs> Eco-friendly electronics. Oh, you know, Ooh, I thought about Lord. doing that one for a split second. You know, this is why I did it. I have First off, I had this thought in the car. I was like, people buy phone cases probably every day, right? Yeah. What if everybody bought eco-friendly phone cases? (laughs) Do you have a certain brand in mind? I do. do. (laughs) But what if everybody bought eco-friendly phone cases every day? I think that would definitely be a, a thought there. It was definitely isn't, a thought there. Isn't that the goal? <laughs> and it blew my mind. I was just like, I wish more people knew about like eco-friendly phone cases, especially. And then I was like, I wonder if there's eco-friendly other things. So was this pre-concussion or post-concussion? What? This thought. It was pre-concussion. Okay. This was like a week. Well, no, I think it was like as I was driving up to go snowboarding. Okay. Yeah. Why? Is it crazy? No, I was just curious. Okay. It's kind of You're... a rude question. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was just thinking when you were like, 
wouldn't it be interesting if people were to buy eco-friendly phone cases well, instead? <laughs> my thought at the time was probably more thought out than that, but by now I can't really remember what the whole thought was, so that okay. was the gist of it. I'm so sorry for my rude question. <laughs> it's okay. It came from a genuine place of curiosity. <laughs> Anyways, so basically these... I'll be jumping around a tiny bit, but... Hopefully, I give some good ideas. And if not, just bear with it. It's a concussion. (laughs) So, um, I got my information from get the Instagram account at get.waste.ed. I love them. They're great. They're cool. Um, And then Etsy.com, peelacase.com, and the epa.gov. So, a dot gov. I've got some very official sources today. You do. So you guys should all listen up because I've got some good information We're to share some truth today. with you guys. So to start off, oh, I guess I was wrong. The idea didn't completely start because of that idea that I had. I also, <laughs> <laughs> I also saw a post. Um, from Get Wasted, comparing different phones and rating them on a scale from one to ten on how um, like eco friendly and repairable they are. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. A super cool post. I decided not to go into all of the details of it because I didn't really want to. Like in this whole segment that I'm gonna do, I didn't really put brands out there Mm -hmm. just because I don't want to bash on one brand and you know there's there's just so many it's kind of very new from what I was looking into um is that there's just so many different opinions on it's kind of like with fast fashion how there's different values Mm -hmm. in things and so maybe one company is more eco-friendly in some ways but is not in other ways so I just kind of I'm giving information in general mm-hmm. and not calling anybody out. Gotcha. Yeah. That's a good way to be, I think. Yeah. So um, what they did, though, and um, if you guys want to go look, it's on Get Wasted's Instagram page. So it's up there for, it wasn't like a story or anything. It's like up there for everybody to see. Um, so they looked at things like, Replacing the battery, how easy that is, um, how easy it is to take out screws from the phone, um, how easy it is to replace the screen, and how durable the design is, like, in general. Like, Mm -hmm. is it super glassy? Like, you know, some phones have, like, the front and back of the phone is glass, Mm -hmm. and so it's, like, if you drop it, the whole phone is kind of ruined a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So they took things like that into account. Gotcha. And so the idea behind like this post and what I found in general with eco-friendly electronics is that electronics aren't really that eco-friendly. It's hard to make electronics Mm eco-friendly just because of what they're made out of. Like batteries are not super eco-friendly. They've got a lot of bad fluids and stuff in them for Mm -hmm. the environment um and we haven't really found a solution for that yet i know some uh technology is being looked at in terms of like 
having a solar panel on the back of phones or laptops, but it's just kind of like how would well, how would that work? They're trying to figure that out basically. Yeah. Um so for the time being right now, there's not a lot of ideas of how to make it make like the products themselves eco-friendly. So the ideas are more behind like how to be eco-friendly with the products with what you do have basically Mm -hmm. okay so um so the idea behind these ratings as well were was just to um keeping your phone or like beyond that just like your tablet or any other electronic devices that you have keeping them for a long period of time so if you're like, even if you do have an uh, electronic that is really harmful for the environment, if you have it for five years, it's less of an impact, if that makes sense, than if you're getting a new phone, like, every year. Mm, yeah. So. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Like, I think it's very... A lot of people, and I definitely find myself getting caught up in this as well... But a lot of people will, they want the next model. And it's very easy when we have these large companies that are producing um, a new phone, a new piece of technology every year, multiple times a year, even Mm -hmm. sometimes. And so I know a lot of people do kind of bandwagon on it. They're they're like essentially brand champions. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I love this brand. And so I'm going to do anything and everything that I possibly can. To be able to upgrade and always have the newest upgrade. Right. But it's part of the problem. Yeah. And I mean, there are, and I'll talk about a little bit later. If you are like that, like if that's just your lifestyle, there are solutions that you can still be like eco-friendly more than just like throwing away your phone Mm -hmm. into the trash. Yeah. You know, so there are still solutions, but kind of the better alternative for right now is just to... Try to make your electronics last as long as they can. Because, I mean, we all know, especially with the high-tech um, electronics that we have, sometimes updates start to just not work with older versions because mm-hmm. they're just updating phones so quickly. It's kind of hard to, you know, have an old version of a phone. Yeah. Um, Um, so another thing that you can do when you're like looking into um, purchasing a new phone instead of or I, I'm going with phone, but really it applies to all electronics. A lot of companies um, have refurbished electronics, mm-hmm. so it might not be necessarily the newest model and it might not be brand new, obviously. Well, it won't be brand new because it's refurbished, uh-huh. um, but it's a way to refurbishing is giving it giving an electronic device new life basically and so that's another way if you know if you have kind of an older phone and you don't necessarily need the latest and most up to up to date model um maybe getting a refurbished option is it's often a lot cheaper um but it's also more eco-friendly because you're giving it another chance that's true at life and also there so can i can i name drop yeah so i was looking at um trying to get a new phone um a new iphone 
uh-huh. like a year ago. And because I had the iPhone 5S, I want to say 5S. Yeah, I think so. Was that 5? Was it a 5? I think it was. Because I have a 6S now, but it's like the size difference between 5S and 6S is huge. Yeah. But anyway, so I was using um, the 5S and it just wasn't really working for my needs anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I was looking at Apple um, and they do have their, on their site, you can look at, they've got like a refurbishing program. Mm -hmm. And so what they will do is um, if you have a phone to send in, you can send it in and they'll actually knock off the price a little bit they'll reduce the price a little bit for you if you're looking to get um a a newer model yeah and that isn't um i might have like misunderstood what you're saying but like that isn't only for refurbished if you're buying refurbished phones it's like if you're looking for a new phone Mm -hmm. right yep you can just apply that to yeah check out basically just to like the click down menus because when i was looking at i mean it might have the website might have changed since i looked at it a year ago but probably you maybe but you plug in the phone that you have to exchange mm-hmm. um and they do stop accepting certain models right um i think they were accepting my model but like the ones twos threes fours were gone i think right. mine was the oldest one that they were accepting at that point yeah and then you keep clicking down the other menus fill in your other information if you want a new or used um used and refurbished and what model you want and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so the price does fluctuate depending on um, what new phone, what you want to exchange your old phone for. Right. Um, but that's a really great way instead of just holding on to your phone. I mean, it's it's a discount for you. And that's awesome. Right. Yeah, exactly. You jumped ahead and stole oh, one of my things. I'm so but that's, sorry. No, but that's exactly Too excited. Right. No, that's exactly right. Like if you are looking into getting a new phone, that's definitely an option for your old phone for what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of shifting gears here, like I said, with electronics themselves, it's kind of hard to be eco-friendly in that way. But accessories to your electronics, phone cases, laptop cases, laptop covers, you can be a little bit more sustainable. So I've got some ideas for y'all. Um, I... You guys might have caught it at the beginning, but I made a slip at the beginning. And Pelicase is obviously one that we talk about a lot. Steely and I both love Pelicase. We both have cases and they really seriously are probably my favorite case that I've ever had. Yeah. And so Pelicase, they have a lot of great options um, for phone cases as well as Steely has AirPod case um, for her stuff. I think that they oh they do have um a what's it called those grippy things on the oh, back pop sockets yeah yeah but it's they, not quite a pop socket it's no. like a it strip almost, that if you know folds what loop up is yeah. yeah yeah like the loop phone cases it's kind of it's something similar to that yeah um so they have that and then they have like wallets too that they can that you mm-hmm. stick on the back of your phone case yeah so. They've got some options, not like a ton of stuff, but they have tons of cute, like different designs and colors and all those things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they always have good sales going on. So They really do. Yeah. Um, so check Pila Case out. If you like don't see um, a case that you like at Pila Case or whatever, or you just want to branch out and look at other options, 
um, I've noticed that's becoming more common to see um, like phone cases made out of reused plastic materials and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I was on Four Oceans. Um, I was on their Instagram page the other day and they've got phone cases made out of. Oh, they do. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So um, it's becoming more of a thing, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Pillowcase is just, we're we're biased. We are. And this is not an ad. (laughs) It's not. I wish it were because. I I really wish it was too. I love Pillowcase. Pillowcase, you out there? (laughs) Because I will sponsor you to the ends of the earth. (laughs) Seriously. Um, But yeah, so those are some good options. And then the thing about like, phone cases you know it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning is phone cases will make your phone last longer if you don't have a phone case it's easier for it to crack or whatever um get water in it somehow Mm -hmm. i don't know um but with a phone case it just makes it a little bit extra durable um so those are some options um and then another thing that i that kind of inspired me to doing this i got a new laptop this last week Um, And I've been looking into like laptop covers, laptop cases, because it was a very expensive laptop and I just want to (laughs) not break it. I want to keep it for a really long time. Um, Do you have a habit of dropping laptops? I don't, but like the laptop that I got is so like thin and I just feel Mm. like, like it's just like such a slippery. Yeah. It's such a nice material. I just, I really don't want to risk anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was just kind of like looking into it. And even, you know, when I travel for work sometimes, I just want to put it in something that like when I put it in the rest of my baggages or bags and stuff, it's not going to get scratched up by Mm -hmm. anything else that I have in the bag. Yeah. Um, So that was like the main reason why I was looking at stuff. Um, So I, I, I started by looking just like on online for, you know, laptop cases, laptop covers, whatever. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I should take a look and see if there's anything like sustainable, eco-friendly yeah. laptop cases. Um, and so this is what I found on Etsy, which you're on Etsy. So you're supporting local people, not necessarily local, but like, you know, small businesses, mm-hmm. people who are trying their best. Artisans. Yeah. So on Etsy, they have some super cool ideas, really. Um, there, I just listened to, listed like a couple examples, but really all I did was I went to Etsy and just searched laptop cases and then, or sustainable laptop cases Mm -hmm. and then tons of stuff came up. I was actually really surprised. Yeah. For Etsy, I'm not super surprised, but it was still really cool. Yeah. I feel like you could really find anything on Etsy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Etsy has become like my new browsing. <laughs> it's nice. I shouldn't, but <laughs> I do. Um, so a couple like cool ideas that I saw. Um, there are banana fiber lot laptop cases. Oh. And so it looks like um, I was reading the description and it looks like um, it's made out of like reused cloth in most places, but then the like cover itself where it's it's not really it's not super fancy um it looks very businessy um but it uh the design part on the outside of the laptop case is where the banana fibers are 
made out of. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so kind of cool. Um, there's also laminated leaves laptop cases, which looked super cool. Yeah. Like there were green ones and orange ones, yellow ones. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then used coffee packaging, um, and, um, scrap fabric. So I, the first one I mentioned kind of already was like that, but it just, it really looks like a normal laptop case. It's just made out of scrap fabric from places that they source from. Um, and then wood skins were super cool. Wood skins. Wood skins. So they, it's like a skin for your laptop. Uh-huh. It goes around your laptop and it's wood. Like real wood? Yeah. That's cool. It's super cool. Wow. And it's, it comes from, before you guys jump on my case, that wood isn't sustainable because I know we don't want to cut down the Amazon rainforest for our wood cases. <laughs> yes. But it comes from like these um, like sustainable wood farms that are like made specifically for like that basically. So oh, it's not like they're, it's not like they're going into the forest and cutting woods down. Mm-hmm. They've got their own it's farm. a farm dedicated yeah. to this yeah okay that's cool do and they it's do very other... very like new and artisany do they do any other products or is it just laptop so they do have phone cases okay um but yeah it looks like it's just phone cases and laptop covers um it's not the case for the laptop mm-hmm. it's the like cover itself that gotcha. goes like on the back of the laptop yeah um but they have like tons of different styles of wood too or probably different stains um but they have like light wood dark wood um and everywhere in between that's super cool yeah wow yeah super cool um and i was like that's the one that i want that's it it looks like super super cool yeah i'll have to show you later yeah please do um yeah, and so that's in terms of I guess how you can be eco-friendly in accessories. Um, just instead of going, you know, the I feel like just going kind of in autopilot and just getting what you would normally get. Think about looking for sustainable things, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be the things that we've named today. You can just do, honestly, if you just search a quick Google search of eco-friendly phone cases, eco-friendly, um, eco-friendly laptop cases, eco-friendly laptop covers, whatever it is that you are wanting to, I can't think of any other accessories right now, but um, before you just go on autopilot and buy what you would normally buy, think about looking at other things and don't buy into the whole like eco-friendly, we've talked about this before, the eco-friendly um, just name tag basically the greenwashing the greenwashing mm-hmm. don't buy into that really do try to look into like the company with the wood before that i looked into before look into like are they actually being sustainable here or mm-hmm. not yeah. yeah um so that's just some tips on that um and then celia jumped the gun here but just as kind of wrapping up um, when you're getting rid of your old electronics, you do have a couple options. Um, so you can donate them. Um, there's this nonprofit that is called Dell Reconnects and they partner with Goodwill 
Um, and basically you just drop off any kind of electronic device, phone, laptop, um, computer, whatever, at your local Goodwill and they will kind of essentially refurbish it Mm -hmm. to be used for sometimes the learning program that they have at Goodwill um, and sometimes just to be resold at Goodwill. Um, There's also recycling centers that are specifically for electronics. So if you just search in your area, um, recycling centers for electronics, there should be a ton that come up. Mm -hmm. Um, One that's, I feel like, pretty common in most like cities, Best Buy, um, they have a re- recycling program for most electronics. We've used it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they have like batteries. They said that you can take in old laptops, computers, wires. I know I have like tons of wires mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can take it to them and that way you're not just throwing these harmful chemicals into the trash and the landfill. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually getting disposed of properly and maybe sometimes even reused. So, um, and then the EPA actually has a site on their, um, a site on their website. (laughs) That's stupid. (laughs) Um, But they have a section on their website that is specifically for, um, like, recycling um, and donating electronics. And it's this pretty thorough um, guide And basically you just search like the type of electronic and then the brand and it will pop up and show like this brand has this recycling program or this is where you can recycle it or whatever. Cool. Yeah, definitely check it out. I'll put it. I have the link on the website. So take a look. Nice. That's That's awesome. Yeah. I, I wasn't like sure how cool that would be or interesting, but I feel like it was relevant to me and what I was, like, currently trying to do. Yeah. So I figured maybe somebody out there is trying to get a new phone case and will maybe get a Pila case now <laughs> or do something it. else. Please. <laughs> it's fine if you guys don't get Pila cases. <laughs> <laughs> I think a deal that they have started doing recently is a buy one, get one free. And I don't know if it's still going on right now, but I know that I after I've seen it a lot. After I bought mine, it was it's been around for a while. And I was yeah. like, Well, I don't need three cases <laughs> because they're like phone cases get super, super dirty. Mm-hmm. And so Which I should actually change mine out. I should as well. But I like mine. It's got bees on it. I like mine too. It has a turtle. They're so cute. And so I really don't need three phone cases to rotate through, but it's definitely smart to maybe have the two, mm-hmm. especially when they're doing the buy one, get one free deal right now. Yeah. Um, and they I love all of their patterns. They're, they're super so cute. so adorable. I think the other one that I got, it's like a midnight blue one mm-hmm. and it has, I think, just a star, a starry oh, night yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. It's super cute. Yeah. I love my turtle. (laughs) Actually, I should probably... I've been thinking about it for a while. I think tonight when we get off the podcast, (laughs) when we get off the phone, (laughs) I'm going to change it out. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just wash them. And I think they actually do a recycling program. So when Mm -hmm. you're done with them, I mean, you can either compost it yourself or you can send your phone case back in to Pila and they will recycle it for you or they will compost it for you. And they also have an old phone is it case. Is compostable? It is. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. 
Yep. But it was plastic. Nope. These are not plastic. Oh. At all. Never mind. Yeah. They are compostable phone cases. Never mind. Um, but yeah, they will, they, they can do an exchange program as well. You can send in your old phone cases and they will recycle those for you. Mm-hmm. And their phone cases, all I think all of their products are 100% compostable. Cool. So there you go, plant guys. product. Yeah. There you go. So, um, yeah, definitely check it out. Please do. I love it. You'll love it. I hope. If you don't, that's okay. But I love it. <laughs> um, we should cool. partner up with them and make um, merch with pillowcases. <gasps> oh my gosh. Amazing. Maybe we should look into that. <laughs> All right. Your turn. I'm Fill ready. In. I didn't take your topic this week. No, you didn't. Not I really this week. Thought, I really thought I was going to this week. Every week she thinks this is the week. <laughs> and it's not. It's never the week. Nope. We never think alike. Never. That's okay. It's fine. I guess that means we're not great minds. I guess that means we're not friends. Okay. <laughs> so my topic this week is microplastics. Oh, yes. man. Oh, you know what? I yes. should have known after I peeked over your shoulder. I thought and that's what I saw. Yep. Microplastics. Dang. So my sources today are nationalgeographic.org, Britannica.com, the Instagram pages for Ecocentric and Get Wasted cool so love get wasted we go i love them they're awesome um so basically microplastics are tiny plastic particles that result from both commercial product development and the breakdown of larger plastics as a pollutant microplastics can be harmful to the environment and animal health so that's just kind of a general overview about what microplastics are Mm -hmm. um they are Tiny, like I said, tiny plastic particles that are less than five millimeters in diameter. Oh my gosh. So they're tiny. Tiny. They're tiny. It's not just like a little, it's not like a bottle cap. You're like, oh, it's a microplastic. No, yeah. they are. Micro. Micro. Not macro. No. Less than five millimeters. Um, so there are two categories of microplastics, primary and secondary. Pretty easy enough. Got um, it. I'll remember that. Locked in the noggin. Yep. So... Primary microplastics are tiny particles that have been designed that way. So they come as like fishing nets, microfibers from clothing and other fabrics. So like um, just like the strings. You know, have you ever like put on a shirt and it comes with like other little string ridgems? I don't think so. Oh, I've Maybe. done that. It's usually, it's usually when I wear like a cheaply made shirt and it's got like little strings that'll come off of it. Oh. But those are can be considered microplastics, gotcha. especially if they're like synthetic fibers. Yeah. Um, but basically, they begin their lives as microplastics, like microbeads in cosmetic products, like mm. microbeads in face washes and in toothpastes yeah. and stuff like that. I did that for a while with face washes, and I learned a little bit about microplastics. I, I do was like, oh, too. Dang it. Yeah. So I definitely use a... Um, I, I should probably look into it. I'm also, one of my New Year's resolutions was to make all of my bathroom products um, plastic-free by 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do use a face wash that has microbeads in it, but I don't know if they're all natural microbeads or what. Mm. Because um, we do have a face mask. We do. That has, what is it? 
It's, um, it's some kind of bean. Jojoba beads. Oh yeah, yeah. I know it's an oil, but I don't know if it's a bead as well. But yes, there it's yeah. that's like a hundred percent all natural. But right. what they're talking about is like the silica, right? Kind of beads right. that we find in many, 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 many like face scrubs, face washes, toothpastes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's secondary secondary microplastics that are um, microplastics that have broken down from larger plastic items, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like is what we typically realize think that microplastics are yeah they've broken down from these like water bottles toothbrushes um plastic containers stuff like that but um i think primary are definitely like as deadly yeah for sure um they cause a lot of health hazards to the environment and its inhabitants which makes sense um because when microplastics break down they do so in tiny oftentimes very colorful bits of plastic that may look appealing to other animals, whether that be an animal that looks for colorful bugs and eats them um, or bugs that think that they're food, like ants. Ants look for Doritos. I don't know why my brain went to ants and Doritos, but ants looking for <laughs> Doritos and see All a right. bright orange colored piece of plastic and they're like, ah, oh, food. Yeah. Who, who's to say? I'm yeah. not an ant. <laughs> but um, some environmental pollution is from littering but a lot of it is due to storms, water runoff, wind, mm. etc. Like a lot of very natural processes. Yeah. But I think it also comes from improper storage mm-hmm. of trash yeah. and stuff like that. Like if you have a big open dumpster and a windstorm just blows right through and it just like rips plastic yeah. and garbage just across. I feel like we, I mean, not to call out our apartment complex at all, but there's a apartment complex right next to us that mm-hmm. sometimes we... Um, we don't have a recycling bin at our complex, so we go over there to put our recycle over there. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, like, I don't know how frequently it gets taken out, but sometimes it's just like overflowing with recycle things. Mm-hmm. And so, even though the thought is good to go recycle, um, sometimes like there will just be like plastic things everywhere on the ground around yeah. it because they it just like will overflow. Mm-hmm. And I think the same goes for actually the dumpster in the same parking lot. Yeah. Because um, I don't know. At, at some point, it looks like at some point the dumpster was so overflowing with things that people mm-hmm. just kept started like piling stuff on the ground. Yeah. And no one has picked it up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's waste management's job per se. Yeah. I would think that it is, but maybe it's not. Maybe they're like, if it's not in the trash can, we don't have anything to do with it. Right. And that's just like some kind of unspoken rule. Right. Because there's a lot, a lot of trash. Yeah. That's around those dumpsters. Yeah. Um, And like the same goes for, I don't know, like dumpsters in wildlife areas because mm-hmm. you get raccoons and you get bears and right. deer that are interested in whatever's in the garbage and they'll like crows they'll like rip open the garbage bags and then you've got trash everywhere and Mm -hmm. if someone comes by to pick it up someone comes by to pick it up but what are the odds really and then you've got trash that's just blown away into the wind and you've got microplastics so i think yes there are very natural you you cannot blame the wind for blowing but you can (laughs) put your stuff in you can have trash cans dumpsters that are a little harder to get to yeah like i mean when you go to national parks at least i feel like national parks around like washington 
and stuff. There's a lot of, and Colorado, I've seen them too, actually, mm-hmm. the bear tight and critter yep. tight um, garbage cans. Yeah. Um, and that might be mainly, especially in more areas that are ridden with bears. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it's probably just like they're hard to get into. And they so are. it's not like they ever overflow. I've never seen one of those. They're overflow. also like usually very big. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know where the, why can't we have them everywhere? I couldn't tell Maybe you. they're more expensive. Probably. And so it's like, oh, you know, we'll just go this direction. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, those ones are weatherproof. Mm-hmm. They're probably, honestly, they're probably bigger because waste management has a hard time getting up there as often. Yeah. And so it's like, make them true. bigger and animal proof so that they can stay up there for longer. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, why don't we make, the dumpsters down here in the city similar yeah i saw this um really cool i think it's like in the works in the uk um and i'm pretty sure it was from get wasted Mm -hmm. um their instagram account but um it was this kind of simulation simulation of how this would work um but it's like dumpsters or not dumpsters but like trash cans throughout the city that kind of looks similar to those bear trash cans Mm -hmm. um and underneath it is a like pipe basically of like i i I don't think it goes straight down into the pipe it's like a normal trash can and then every week or so it gets or how however often i don't know it gets um sucked down and it's like a tube system that goes to the landfill oh so it like there's no need for dump trucks to come around picking up all the trash mm-hmm. and there's no risk of you know it overflowing to the point that you know trash is flying around because the dumpster guys haven't come to pick it up yet um it just goes straight to the landfill place that's really cool yeah i like that i feel like there might be some logistics and people would be like oh yeah oh it it takes jobs from people but it's like why don't you take take trash collectors and train them on maintenance of this piping system or recycling sorters because we need tons of those we do so just kind of shift the workplace a little bit yeah but yeah i don't know it's just one of those things i don't Mm -hmm. think it's even like in practice at all yet it was just kind of a cool idea that i saw so i like it i'm intrigued think of that yeah i'm interested to see where it goes yeah So single-use plastics are the primary source of secondary plastics in the environment. So um, plastic grocery bags, produce bags, water bottles, stuff like that. They are Mm -hmm. the primary source of these secondary plastics, which remember we, um, they're the microplastics that have broken down from something bigger. Mm. Um, So that's kind of a problem. I think that's where a lot of like the push for, reducing single-use plastics comes from yeah because they're one of the biggest culprits yeah yeah one of the biggest culprits of microplastics Mm -hmm. um but they're just so they're so easy to Mm -hmm. use and so we just use them anyways yeah um here is some horror you ready (laughs) (laughs) we are it's not even halloween (laughs) yes So microplastics have been detected in a large number of marine wildlife, including seafood, including the seafood we consume and in our drinking water. 
Um, and unfortunately, standard water treatment facilities cannot remove all traces of microplastics. So we're consuming microplastics. Oh, no. Um, they've also been detected in things like beer, food products, and table salt. Wow. So it's basically everything. Yeah. I saw this, like, kind of, it wasn't real, but it was kind of an analogy, basically. Mm-hmm. But it was a dinner table. <gasps> Have you seen this? Am I jumping the gun? You might be jumping the gun. Oh, okay. You you go for it then. Okay. And then, I'll cut this out. Okay. Well, you know, okay, we'll just, okay. I'll do my thing, okay. and then it might be, if it's different, share it, because okay. I'm intrigued. Okay. Um, but before that, this is my point before that, um, a study was performed involving eight individuals from eight different countries, and microplastics were recovered from stool samples of every single participant. Wow. So, very so small. So, 100% sure that you and I have consumed microplastics. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Researchers found that over 1,000 metric tons of microplastic fall on 11 protected areas in the United States annually, which is equivalent to over 120 million plastic water bottles a year, just raining from the sky. That's spooky. Yes. (laughs) And scientists have also detected microplastics in human tissues and organs. Wow. So, yes, to kind of... To come back to your your statement that the odds that both of us have consumed microplastics are sky high. hundred percent. hundred percent. It's pretty much guaranteed that we've consumed plastic. Um, so here's my, the di- it might be the same thing. It might be different. I've seen we'll see. a couple similar things. So it's probably the same idea. Yeah. But go for it. So, and if I remember, because I can't remember squat <laughs> at all, um, I would love to post this on our Instagram page of um this post that i've seen yeah um so here are some nasty facts okay you ready yep every week the average person consumes 0.18 ounces of plastic which is about a spoonful yeah every month 0.74 ounces or a soup bowl um every six months 125 grams or 4.4 ounces of plastic which is the equivalent of a cereal bowl um, every year is 8.8 ounces or a dinner plate. Every 10 years, 5.5 pounds of plastic, which is one of those big plastic life preserver floaties that you see at the swimming pools. Mm-hmm. And every 10 years, um, oh, I already said 10 years. Huh? In our lifetime, 44 pounds of plastic, which is the equivalent of two green waste management trash cans. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, that's. I think that's very... If not the exact same post, it's super similar mm-hmm. to what I saw. Yeah. And so they've, crazy. They've done it in a very artsy way. Like it's like, yeah. it looks like a bowl of cornflakes and it's just right. yellow microplastics. It blows your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so crazy. we are eating plastic. Yeah. A lot of it. Yep. And right now it was saying that we don't really know the effects on human health mm-hmm. right now. But if it's damaging and killing, um, animals i would assume it cannot be good for us as well well and if they've already found it in like our cells uh then that means it's going like deep into our biology yep not just not just running through its system uh -uh. it's coming yeah it was saying it's causing a lot of in the animals that they've found it's causing a lot of neurological and reproductive problems very serious reproductive problems yikes 
we're next (laughs) (laughs) to put it to put it lightly um so some solutions yes (laughs) honestly this is probably one of the things that i'm like that most makes me most feel very doom and gloom about the environment because i'm like it's so big ozone i feel like if a couple corporations got it under control we could fix it Mm -hmm. um but microplastics like when a plastic product breaks down the plastic never goes anywhere it just breaks smaller and smaller and smaller Mm -hmm. and like i read something that said every single toothbrush you've ever used is still on the earth today yeah and it's never it's not going anywhere and so you think back to like all of the toothbrushes you've ever used and i'm like watching videos (laughs) of people haunting my dreams i'm watching companies like four ocean that are um fishing things out of out of the oceans and i'm like is that mine yeah what are the odds that that's mine i mean very slim like slim to none a billion trillion (laughs) yeah at least and but like still like is that yogurt cup mine maybe (laughs) honestly maybe and so it's just a little like microplastics because it's getting down like oh it was a post that i saw a while ago it might have been on cnn climate but i couldn't tell you for sure um it's one of those that like comes across your dash and like Mm -hmm. you refresh your page and it's gone (laughs) yeah but it was um a plastic bag was discovered at the bottom of the Mariana Trench, which is the deepest, the deepest, the deepest trench yeah. in the world. I think I saw that too. And so they're crazy. finding plastic yeah. at the bottom, which tells me that microplastics are on our seafloor. Oh, yeah. So they're everywhere. What are the odds? Like, can, can we fix it? I don't know, because because microplastics as much as they break down they never go anywhere and so that to me like i try to be very you know like we can fix it we can do it but that's one of those things that just kind of eats down to my soul that i'm like oh i don't know about that one yeah i don't know if we can do anything about that one right now i mean all we i feel like what we can do is you know companies like four oceans are doing tons of ocean cleanups and Mm -hmm. beach cleanups and stuff like that yeah and like what we can do is pick up the stuff that's there so that it doesn't break up, break down more. Mm-hmm. But the stuff that's already broken down, there's not much that you can do with that. You will be picking microplastics out of the sand forever. Let's just literally get, forever. Let's, you know what? You know how the dinosaurs all died because of a huge eruption. Yes. Let's just have that happen again. Do it again. And then reset. (laughs) Reset, everybody. It's too late. So just some solutions that have kind of, I think they're still really, really working on this. Mm -hmm. Um, Not this thing specifically that I would have mentioned, but like other kind of solutions. They're kind of like, well, what can we do? Um, But in 2015, the United States passed the Microbead Free Waters Act, which prohibited the manufacture and distribution of rinse-off cosmetic products that contain plastic microbeads and a few other countries also followed their lead. Interesting. So yeah. we're making progress. Mm-hmm. Who's to say how well that's enforced? Yeah. Who's to say which, if there's organizations out there that don't really follow that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a really good thought. Yeah. It kind of stops the problem. It's like, okay, at we have source. a problem. It stops, it stops right. part of the problem at the source. It's like we've, things have been really bad up until this point. So what we're going to do is we're going to cut it off and we're going to manage, we're going to try and manage the problem instead of 
constantly pumping microplastics that come from microbeads Mm -hmm. into our environment and then being like well we can't really stop the problem so it's like this or leaving up to consumers Mm -hmm. to know you know not to buy those items but these items because it's there you know why and you know nobody knows right everyone knows like not everyone i don't want to say everyone knows because i (laughs) didn't even know but like a lot of people exfoliate as part of their Oh, yeah. Bathroom routine. Same. So whether that be like a body scrub, a face scrub, mm-hmm. foot scrub, like lip scrub, people people exfoliate. Yeah. And if you don't, you really ought to consider it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. Um, but microbeads are such an integral part of our bathroom routine. Mm-hmm. I, I say that like that's like the be all end all is <laughs> microbeads. But like if you exfoliate often you've likely come in contact with microbead products yeah but we don't even doesn't even cross your mind that it it's harmful yeah. like it's not even on the radar right like i didn't even really understand that microbeads were such a big problem until recently yeah so so what can we do celia i don't know <laughs> start um, over <laughs> just burn the planet and start over um Using, there's a couple of different solutions, I think. Okay. Using micronis, microorganisms capable of breaking down um, synthetic microplastic polymers are under investigation right now. Okay. Um, as well as some bacterial and fungal species that possess biode- biodegradation capabilities, but that's all super up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I heard something recently. I can't quote it i heard it like a year ago or whatever that someone had found a fungus that could break down plastic oh yeah and i I don't know if that if it's breaking it down into smaller plastic particles or if it's consuming it completely right but it actually was rejected by the fda i don't know if the fda has the capabilities of rejecting something (laughs) like that but it was rejected by some member of our u.s government and um with the excuse that what if a child eats it? Mm. And it's like, it's a fungus versus microplastics. Yeah. What's worse? I mean, if you eat a fungus, you eat a fungus. If you eat microplastics, I mean, I've you, seen... People eat mushrooms all the time. They do. And they they survive for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> They're okay, kind of. We hate mushrooms. Yes. Just fun fact yes. about us. Um. But I'm sure they're great for those of you who love mushrooms. Yeah. I just, it's the texture and the smell. And the taste. And the taste. It's I really just, just I want to like them. I, I love the word mushroom. And I love the idea of them. And then I know that they have a lot of health benefits, but it's just not for me. No. I'll eat other things. <laughs> That's fine with me. But like, and we don't know. I I didn't know as as a reader of this article or a hearer of what was being shared with me. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if the fungus was toxic or not. The the main concern that why it got it got rejected was what if a child eats it? What if somebody eats it? Right. And it's like apples to oranges, my dudes. <laughs> it yeah. The microplastics is something it's that not is good plaguing for you us. Yeah. So if a fungus that might make you sick for a couple days yeah. But it's not going to ultimately, you're not eating two green trash cans worth of plastic. I mean, right. maybe it's worth it. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's the whole, it's the whole trolley 
sociology oh yeah thing the concept what's, where what's yeah. worse do you want to kill two people or kill one of your closest friends <laughs> <laughs> something like that <laughs> like i two people you don't know versus one person yeah that you know yeah it's yeah, yeah it's that debate like what's what's the greater good or whatever right um so i think that something that we can do on our end really because you can't go sit on the beach with your with your bucket and just sit and pick up little microplastics with your tweezers you will be there for your life and for your children's life and your (laughs) children's children's life it like you will never never get anywhere yeah but you can stop your plastic usage at the start um and just limit your use of single plastic single use plastics i think that's a good goal it's very i don't know i feel very almost useless in saying that but the but, thing is, is, what can you do? Yeah. Really? And it's something, you know? It is. Yeah. So just, like, look for ways to limit your use of single-use plastics. Mm-hmm. And that's grocery bags, plastic, water bottles, um, produce bags. I don't know. Those fruit clamshells. Can you get fruit that's not that doesn't come in that plastic clamshell? Plastic clamshell. You know, like the fruit that comes, like, if you get, like, a thing of strawberries and it comes in the clamshell. That's oh. what they're called as clamshells. It's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with a clam or a shell, but it's those plastic containers okay. that you get yeah. your fruit in. Can you go to a farmer's market that comes in maybe a cardboard box or a compostable box? Yeah. Um, just like look for little ways. Yeah. And you don't need to do anything drastic. Just look for small ways that you can weed out single use plastics. Yeah. And that's so, a good, good ambition. That's what I've got. <laughs> Is that all? Ta-da! That's it. Dang. Yeah, that was kind of dreary, but also, you know, I I think that it's important to realize that sometimes there are things that are bigger than us, and it's hard, but there's still little things that we can do. Yeah. So. And I think that something like limiting your single-use plastic mm-hmm. usage, I think it... It has multiple benefits. Oh, yeah. It's not just like, well, if you stop your single-use plastic usage, it's going to solve microplastics. It also keeps plastic out of your waterways, and Mm -hmm. it keeps plastic out of landfills. It keeps animals from getting into your plastic and choking on plastic. It keeps... um, The production of plastic is so mm -hmm. energy wasteful. Yeah. So if people aren't using plastic as much, then... It cuts down on that. So really, it's like a small piece to the puzzle, but there's yeah. a lot of benefits. For sure. It's like yeah. eating your vegetables. Yeah. Really stinky <laughs> vegetables. <laughs> Mushrooms, maybe. <laughs> but yes. Good thank stuff. You. Well, thank you. That was that was enlightening. You're welcome. I hope. I Save really hope least. it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, um, anything to close us out before I go ahead and plug us off? Brought to you by Julia's Concussion. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you guys had a good time this episode or any of our episodes, please download and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, that's how we, that's how people like find out about us. If we have more subscriptions, more comments, more ratings, then it makes us show up more when people are searching for things. So um definitely do that or just tell your friends that's awesome too yes um instagram and twitter you can find us at g underscore four podcast our facebook page is good girls go green 
You can email us at goodgirlsgogreenpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our website, goodgirlsgogreenpodcast.com, where you'll have all of the links to Celia's dreary news and also her fun fact My or her world update. Dinosaur butthole. Dinosaur buttholes. <laughs> um and also my good stuff that i talked about today which i can't remember anymore um and then patreon you can find us you can just search for us good girls go green um and i don't know if we've talked about this before but on patreon we have the three tiers a greenie you can support us with three dollars is that the base yes and then we've got the tree hugger is that the middle one yep five dollars five dollars and then the last one is Oh, wait, no. It's Greeny Activist, then Tree Hugger. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> start over. Greeny, $3. Activist, $5. And Tree Hugger, $10. And you guys can go look at all the details of what you get for each one um, on the Patreon site. And stay tuned because we might have some new exciting things that we just brainstormed in this episode. Yes, with Bill Nye. Bill Nye, the, the science, science guy. guy. Bill, Jinx. Bill, Bill. All right, have a great week, guys. You too. Oh, no. (laughs) You're the dummy that don't believe in science. Written on your forehead, always be denying. You're the dummy that don't believe in science. Written on your forehead, always be denying. Hey, hey.